Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. I wanted to start this week by thanking Pranks Paul for his five-star review on iTunes. Pranks is a wonderful podcast, Never Tell Me the Pods, where he engages in a wonderfully meaty and thought-provoking discussion about Star Wars with various guests, and is joined almost every week by a portion of the crew from the incomparable Campaign Podcast, the show that inspired me to produce actual play content. Even if James, Cat, and Johnny weren't involved, I would refer you to Never Tell Me the Pods because of Prank's unrivaled enthusiasm and thoughtfulness about Star Wars, as well as the fan community. Seriously, give it a listen. Beyond that, I wanted to refer everyone to yet another wonderful Kickstarter, Reflections, a game of Dueling Samurai by Jim McClure. Jim is a wonderful guy, and an incredibly insightful one too. This is his first RPG Kickstarter, and it's already met its funding goal. My friend, the talented Palomi Pratop, is also heading art direction on this game, so it is going to be great. If that's not enough to sway you, Toby Abad, the game's co-developer, cites Exalted as a major influence in the game's dramatic roots, so be sure to go to the show notes to check this out. As for Swallows this week, well, things took a lot of unexpected turns in the session that preceded this one, and I am dealing with a lot of that fallout, including a split party and divergent timeframes in this episode. All in all, I feel that I could have handled the situation much better as a game master, and paid off some plot and player character seeds and plans much, much better. So, if the plot progression feels a bit off to you, that would be why. With some more time and planning from that, things should be getting back on track, so look forward to that in the near future. With that out of the way, let's get started. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals walked creation together... Ajax disappeared from the field of battle, while Godwin sat on Raga Reprema's heel, and Ariston allowed Tepet Harmonious Accord to flee. With forces broken and split, what hope did our heroes have for addressing the wild hunt? How would they come back together? Where exactly had Ajax gotten off to? As the form of Harmonious Accord fades into the woods, Ariston turns and sees a bonfire of elemental anima emerging from the ruins to the side of the pyramid. It is almost more red and intense than normal flames, and it spews like a gout from between the buildings. And at the center of the plaza, ringed by soldiers... There is red, black, and white essence spewing from the enormous form of Ragara Prema. Godwin lies on the floor. Her foot sits on top of his head, as best you can tell. And she is leaning over toward his limp form. The bottom of the pyramid, like the plaza, and like the ruins from which the fire is spewing, are lined with tons of realm soldiers. You stand at the top of this pyramid. What do you do? Ariston looks down and he starts quickly climbing. He's just reacting to what's happening. He knows Godwin is in trouble and he doesn't want him to be there alone. As Ariston reaches the base of the pyramid, the circle of soldiers tightens up and gets close to him. One of them steps forward, holding out a hook sword. His head is shaved bald. If you're going to go forward, you're either going to have to fight your way through us, or you're going to have to surrender like your friend. Ariston! Godwin calls out from underneath Prima. What? Don't come after me. Don't. Don't try and save me. 
What, so you just want him to fight us then? Fight all of us? I'm saying for him not to do that. Then he should surrender. Come with us. Let him go, and I'll go without even putting up a fight. Your fight's lost, friend. You don't know what I'm capable of. I know pretty well what you're capable of. And underneath my heel, you're not capable of all that much. You're lucky that I spared you, and if you keep running in your mouth, I'm going to break it. Prima. What? Ariston doesn't deserve the same kind of punishment that I do. He is the only one of you who's still here who's glowing, obviously mocking the natural order. Of course he deserves to be brought in. He tried to convince me to save Vijay. Quite frankly, he failed. So guess what? He's getting punished too. Let him go. All right, so this is going to be a persuade action, which means roll your charisma plus presence. Good thing he's a charismatic motherfucker. Against her resolve score. And again, you would need to cite an intimacy in order to do this. Or if you would prefer, you could try to read her intentions before you do this. I'll try to do that. Okay, so that is a perception plus socialize roll at a difficulty of two. God, when we use four motes. Okay, so go ahead and roll those dice. Four successes. What intimacy are you trying to glean? Trying to glean an intimacy towards um, innocent people. She has no such intimacy. Damn it! So now you can try to persuade her using a guess at an intimacy that she might have, or you are kind of out of options here. Okay, he'll try to persuade her, guessing. All right, what intimacy are you going to guess at? We'll pull on that vagina intimacy again. So she is going to also boost her resolve, so you're dealing with the resolve score of six. Godwin is going to be using listener swing argument, which is going to give him an automatic success. And one bonus die for every two points, target resolve is boosted, max three. And that, but he is also going to use two additional motes to get him another die. Okay, so you're going to get the automatic success from listener swaying argument, but you are not going to get any non-charm bonus dice. That's nine successes. She is going to opt to resist your influence. Whether or not he tried to do something for my brother is irrelevant. Anathema is anathema. And you will all be brought in. That's the end of the discussion. Unless you're looking to start a fight. And she looks over toward Ariston. I'm done fighting. I'm done running. If you want me to surrender, I will. Ariston, you don't have to. What good am I gone? What good am I to you? What good am I to Ajax? I've run my whole life. What, I'm sick of it. What good are you in the same place that I am? Stuck? You can go find somebody. You can go take care of the city. I could, but then I'm just running right back to where I started, leaving friends again. At this point, Min is cresting up from the lowered ruins. Fire is still burning around her in a halo. Did I hear someone say that they were going to run? No one is going to run. Everybody's done running today. I've had damn near enough of this. What did you do to Ajax? Mm. No, 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 no. You don't get to know. What did you do to him? Prema, quiet the dog. And you feel pressure at the base of your head, driving you further into the floor of the plaza. Mm. Stop it. Stop it right now. I'll go. I'm not running anywhere. If you want me to walk... With you, I will. Just stop hurting him. I don't want to see it. Good. Well, then you better start by taking those gloves off. Fine. 
that's what you want? And Ariston kind of pulls each one off slowly and flicks them on the ground. Pick those up, Kennedy. And the soldier with the hook sword leans down and grabs them. Godwin is fidgeting wildly in his trapped spot. All right, it's time. Mayumi, bring the ropes. And from back toward the camp, at the edge of the mass of soldiers, Eselsi Mayumi walks forward. She throws Ragura Prema a length of rope, and then she throws one to a nearby monk who rushes toward Ariston. Oh, if you're going to do this, then I suppose I don't have much of a choice. You've heard my counsel on the matter. Do what you will. And you are then summarily bound. We see in sequence a number of silent images. We see Godwin and Ariston have their hands bound behind their backs, each one of them accompanied into the forests by one of the dragon-blooded. We see a clearing in the forest, and Mayumi taking dance-like steps around the edges of the clearing, and an enormous lotus appearing in the traces of her footsteps, unfurling itself into an enormous resplendent manor. We see the inside of the manor. There's a room with plain wooden floors. The door is barred. A stick of incense burns at the corner, and there's a very large altar in the back corner. The two of you are dropped into this room, and the door is rebarred. What do you do? Ariston, I know that when I say this, it won't sound any different than every other time I've said it, but I mean it a lot more than every other time I've said it. You're a fool. You're an idiot. Why did you not run away? Godwin, I've stopped caring what you think of me. I didn't run away because I didn't want to. I didn't run away because I didn't want you to be alone here. I want to go back to a city that I don't know, where people hate me. Who do I have there? Hearth? Might not even be back when I'm there? You could have been so much more productive. You could have found out what happened to Ajax. Now we don't know. I have more faith in Ajax than I do in you right now. All right. Yes, I don't know what happened to Ajax, but I certainly didn't see him on the ground, foot on his back. So if you just don't mind, just leave me alone and let me help you. I'm not going to punch a wall. I'm going to ask diplomats to tear it down for me. I'm trying to play smart, Ariston. That's why I didn't put up a fight. But you just made it a lot more difficult for me to get two people out instead of just one. I'm not expecting you to get me out. I'll get myself out. Just like you got yourself out of fighting Seven Symphonious Courts. I don't want to do that again. Maybe it would have been smarter this time. There are different ro- ways than running to outsmart people, to convince people. I haven't really tried. I'd like to try now. Well, I sure hope for both of us that your tries work. Because I don't know what's going to happen here. I don't know what they're going to do to us. I barely know what House Ragura is capable of. And it terrifies me. They have my recorder. They took it from me. They have the dry sword. They have us locked in a cell. I don't have much left. You see, Godwin, you haven't been in this situation before. I have. Everything taken from me. Nothing. Locked up. Doesn't really scare me anymore. Why do you think I haven't been here before? With nothing. Why do you assume things about me? Because you're so scared. I'm scared because I know how much this hurts every time it happens. I'm scared because maybe, maybe just, just maybe I care about what happens. I don't have this standoffish persona that you're trying to hold where you think you're too good to have emotions. Erison, I'm scared. I don't know whether we're strong enough to get out of this. Godwin, you really don't know me, do you? I don't. 
I said I'm not scared now. Doesn't mean I've never been scared. Doesn't mean I've never felt hurt. Sadness? God, you don't know me. I never said at this point. You you've never even looked at me really, have you? You've never even seen me. How can you say I've never been through emotion? How can you say I stand off to it? Maybe I embrace it too often. Were you not there? You're showing me there's not much to see, Ariston, just when I was starting to think that there might be. And you hear the bar on the door thunk, and you hear it slide, and a figure enters the room. They have ebony skin and high, tight, curly hair cut relatively short. They're wearing a blue and white robe, and their eyes are an intense and fiery red. They are holding two plates in their hands as they come into the room. I've brought you food. I hope that you're hungry. I know that you haven't been here long, but we want to make sure that you're well taken care of. We're just supposed to trust these people who want us dead, giving us food all of a sudden. They clearly don't want you dead. They would have killed you if they wanted you dead. They like playing games with people. Godwin spits at the feet of this person. Oh, that was a little harsh. Gosh. Well, I'm not here to play games. I'm here to feed you guys. And, well, and they lean in close with kind of a smile on their lips. Both of you can give me a perception plus awareness roll. Hey, man. Three. <laughs> You're looking at a difficulty of three successes. Ariston got zero successes, and Godwin got two. I do have some good news for you, though. I think that you might like what I have to say. I think that there's people that are going to be coming through here soon, people that you know. Which people? Friends or allies, at least. Reinforcements? Mm. Real rough-and-tumble sorts. I've pirates. That's the word, yeah. Just the pirates? What do you mean, just the pirates? This is bad, Ariston. I mean, is there anyone else coming, Godwin? They're not coming to help us. They're coming because they're trapped, too. I'm not sure about that. I think they are coming to help. I told them. I warned them, so... They're coming coming into a trap. I'm not sure that that's what I would call it. You can go. You don't want to know who I am? I can get you your things. Do you want me to get you your things? Yes, please. Thank you. To which question? Please get me my things. But you don't want to know who I am? Both then. Who are you? And will you please get me my things? Yes, I'll get you your things just as soon as I can. And then... They open their mouth, and words come out, and they turn around and they leave the room. You cannot remember what their name is when they are out of your sight. Let's cut back to Ajax. Ajax can hear soft sounds, like waves kissing ashore, a soft, rhythmic movement. And as he begins to open his eyes, it is twilight, and he is in a place where the mottled light of trees cascades down around him. The floors are a mix of marble and jade, with interesting silver and other metallic ornamentations. The floor is cool, and as he looks up, he sees the source of this strange sound, and there's actually... Another second sound underneath the first. A sort of twangy, plaintive sound that is ringing out throughout the room underneath this wave crash sound. And Ajax can see why that is here, too. There's a man sitting on a log that is crashed into this area. 
or perhaps dragged in, but he is comfortably sat, playing a snakeskin sunsheen. He has a broad and muscular build, but soft and gentle features. He is playing this instrument almost lackadaisically. He has tan, but not super dark skin, and very dark hair. His eyes are clearly epicanthic, but his irises are a deep, deep blue. And next to him is a creature, iridescent, glowing, and rainbow. It has a long, twisting body and a snout. Ajax would recognize this briefly from his time looking at the tide mares underneath the Tepu River Pirates' ships. This, too, is a tide mare, and its rainbow iridescent fins are creating this soft wave sound as they play through the room. As Ajax looks up, the man with the sunsheen smiles. Oh, I wasn't expecting you to be up so soon. I'm glad that you made it. What? Where am I? Nowhere important. It's just a little place that's tucked away from prying eyes. A friend of mine would tell you that it was a secret, but I'm not going to be as evasive as she would be. It's just a little meeting spot. place for people to tuck away, connect with each other. What is that creature next to you? This is Gendo. He's a tide mare. He's been a good friend, but he's getting lonely. You know, I'm busy a lot, and he doesn't think I'm very good at playing the sunshine. Well, it's a beautiful, magnificent creature. I am fond of Gendo. Reminds me of home, you know? We had lots of tide mares back there. Where's home for you? Well, just a little nowhere island out in the west, you know? Nobody ever remembers its name. Ajax looks down and realizes as he's coming to that he's hurt pretty badly and he looks back up do you know anything about medicine or healing uh i'm afraid that my skill set i mean i can put some poultice on your wounds looks like you did get burned up pretty bad but i'm afraid that aside from that there's not a whole heck of a lot that i could do any help would be appreciated and you see him like he takes a continuous movement towards you but at some point, the sunshine is not there, and a jar of poultice is. You're not quite sure when the transition happened. And he starts patting you down along your arms and along your abdomen where you are burnt up from Min's assault. Who are you? My name is Adventure of Tide. I'm a friend of who you would probably know by the name of Iselsi Mayumi. Of course she's behind this. Let's cut back to Godwin and Ariston. Did they leave the two plates? Yes, they did. Godwin kicks over one of the plates. I'd rather starve. Why? Why would you rather starve? Because maybe they drugged the food, Ariston. Maybe they have ways to suppress what we're capable of. Maybe, but starving yourself isn't necessarily going to help you either. How about you eat the food and I'll see how it affects you. Fine, I will. Ariston takes... What is on the plate, by the way? It is mostly rice with a side of some steamed and lightly spiced vegetables. It's mostly thickened and held together by a lot of potatoes that kind of serve to thicken out the vegetables that are there to help sustain a human being. And that's that's it? Like, they're just a plate? Yes. Okay. Ariston 
takes his hand and kind of scoops up some of the rice, vegetables, and potatoes and just puts it in his mouth. His hands that are tied together. Fuck. God damn it. Oh, wait. Oh, they're gonna fucking make us eat like dogs? <laughs> oh, bitch. Uh, Ariston moves himself forward and leans down, humiliated, and takes a bite out of the food. Godwin scoffs and sits in the corner as far away from Ariston as the room will allow. The food is surprisingly delicious and complex in flavor. Scoff me all you want, Godwin, but I don't see anything wrong with it. In fact, it's quite good. I'm strong enough to last longer than this. Maybe. I feel too sick to be hungry. Well, you should eat something soon. I can't eat not knowing what happened to Ajax. I can't eat not knowing what's going to happen to the city, to Forlorn Aria, to all of those people and all of those homes and all of those memories. You might not be attached to that city, but I can't sleep thinking about it. I can't eat thinking about it. I can't convince myself that anything matters more. You're thinking about what could happen. I'm thinking about what's happening now. They have what they want. They're mostly kept to their word. They said they wouldn't attack the city if they had us here. And we're here. Ajax could be dead, but I don't think he is. The Wild Hunt is not my biggest concern about the city. It's Seven Symphonia's chords. I don't think that he's going to be trying anything anytime soon. He walked away. So? He's certainly in a better state than we are. What happened to that guy you were fighting with? He's gone. Gone? What do you mean by gone? He's gone, Godwin. I let him go. You let him go? You let him go? I don't kill people just to kill people, Godwin. I had a reason before. I didn't have a reason after the fight. I told you I didn't want you to kill him. I didn't think it was a good idea, but you just let him walk away? What am I going to do? Hold him hostage with his own people? Maybe we would have had some leverage. Godwin. You let him go. What is he going to do? Hurt people. It's like you don't think. If I think too much, I'll destroy myself. If you don't think, you're going to destroy everything we care about. I'm saying that I think as much as I'm supposed to. Don't think too little, I don't think too much. And right then, I don't think he's going to do anything. I hurt him pretty good. And also, maybe I'm wrong. But I don't exactly think he's going to be able to do anything soon. Also, I don't think he was really ever into the cause. Fuck you fish in your tiny brains. And Godwin turns so that he's facing the wall. There's a boom as the bar on the door slides. And this time, two figures enter. The unf- the figure from before who gave you the food and a woman in a metal mangu mask wearing a green robe with the mon of House Celsi proudly sitting on the collar. The door slides closed and immediately you hear Celsi say, Oh, you forgot again. You were supposed to untie their hands. Oh, oh my gosh. And the other figure runs forward and starts trying to untie Godwin's hands. What are, you, what are you doing? I'm giving you your hands. I have your recorder. I, I guess hand, right? I'm giving you your hand. I have two. Okay, well, I'm giving you your hands, and I have your recorder. Fine. And your hands are cut free, and the figure quickly moves over to Ariston and starts to remove his bonds. My recorder? I'll give those back in a minute. Fine. I, I'm sorry I didn't untie your hands. That must have been embarrassing. You were a little harsher with me than I thought you would be. It kind of threw me off. I'm sorry. Me or him? Him more than you, I think. I only wish you had let us know earlier. Well, let you know what? That you would untie our hands. I forgot. It's all right. What do you want with us? Is it okay? And they look over at Mayumi. 
Mayumi cocks her head to the side, the ambient light in the room reflecting off of the mask. There's no way that we're getting out of this without them learning something else about us, so might as well. What are these secrets you two are hiding? We, we want to help you. We believe in you. We believe in you a lot. That's why I went and I got the pirates. They're coming to help. There aren't any pirates left. Well, not the ones on the boats. The ones on the boats died. That was a real shame. But 300 of them got away, remember? You sent them away on Tidemares. That was your idea. I don't know if 300 pirates can fight the wild hunt. Well, 300 pirates can do a lot when fate's on their side. And, well, I think these pirates have a little bit of fate on their side. Isn't that right, Cass? And Mayumi takes off the mask. (sighs) You didn't have to call me by my real name. We are here to help you. I've been trying to help you. I've had to keep up and maintain a cover, but it looks like that's no longer exactly feasible. Why did you wait until now? Why did you let them fight us? Why did you let them do whatever they did with Ajax? Why did you let them take us prisoner? Why did you let them kill all the pirates? Because sometimes you have to accept some losses in order to make great gains. And Ajax, by the way, he's fine. He's going to be just dandy. Godwin stands up from his corner in the room. Why should we trust you? Prema was saying that you have allegiance with her. Yes, that's what she thinks. How do I know you're not playing us? I guess you just have to trust me. I let things play out because I had faith that you would win. Why would I come in here, give you back your things, untie you if I weren't on your side? Because it's fun to play games with people. That's what they do. No, I'm not like them. I'm not like them at all. They were a convenient means to an end, but a means that I quickly realized was more flawed than I had initially accounted for. It's funny the way that things have gone since the Empire started crumbling. This hunt was radically unstable. I don't like this. What other choice do we have? I don't know. We either go out there with them, maybe have some allies. I didn't say I was turning down their offer, I just said I don't like it. You don't have to like it. What can we do to help? What can we do to make you trust us? I won't trust you till it's said and done. Oh, well, I mean, is there anything I can do in the meantime? I'd really like to smooth things over if I could. What is it with all you people that try to make everything a good situation? Well, things have been pretty bad for a long time. A really long time. It's weird. It's not weird. It's normal. These people that are pretending that nothing's wrong? Oh, no. I'm not pretending that nothing's wrong, and... You just remind me of that guy. Harmonious Accord. You just remind me of his demeanor, and it makes me sick. You don't get it, Godwin. Sorry I didn't have an obsession with him. There you go again. You don't understand me, so don't make claims about me. What? It doesn't take that much to understand that you let him go because you couldn't keep your emotions in check. You just said that I didn't have any emotion. If you're going to make these ridiculous outbursts All you care about is yourself right now. You don't have emotions towards the city and towards the people. All you have is emotions towards the attractiveness of the enemy. If I had emotions towards myself, I would have left with him, Godwin. Why would I ever go back to being captured and held and bound if I cared about myself? I'm sure... That all of you have had a really, really great time tearing yourselves apart from the inside for a long time. But now's not the time for that. We don't have the time for that. And I didn't bring Adventure, so he can't help smooth things over between you. We need you to understand some things before we leave. I'm sorry. 
I hate it when I do that. Are you going to make us fight again? I don't know if I can. You certainly don't look like you're in fighting shape. The idea is to get you out of here with as little conflict as possible. It's just going to be something of an undertaking. All right. What can we do now? You can listen for a moment. Everything is lining up. We don't have long, but we do have to wait a couple of moments. And while we wait, I would like to talk to you about something. Do you know why the realm came here? Let's cut back to Ajax. I wouldn't say she's behind it. You know, she's just trying to do right. Where is she? Ideally, she'll be coming back this way pretty soon. You know, she had business to attend to near where you were. I think that she probably was talking to your friends. That sounds about right. I need to know how they're doing. I couldn't stay very long during the fight. These things happen. It's okay. Everything's gonna be okay. Try to find peace with what you're doing. With where you are. You're gonna be just fine. So what do you do in this place? Well, mostly I wait to meet with people. I was waiting for Mayumi, but a little six-winged birdie told me that I shouldn't be expecting her quite yet, and that I should probably be expecting someone else. And here you are. You know, back in the day, though, it was a hideaway. A place where the people who used to rule this region would tuck away for a private moment together. Sure, a lot of it was body, but sometimes it was just tea with friends. Or soft, silent moments where no prying eyes would find them. So Mayumi sent you to help me? Well, I happened to be around, and Mayumi knew you were on the way. I mean, we're after the same thing, she and I. And what's that? Order. The aversion of chaos. Sounds... Like what I'm after, too. I get the feeling that we align on a lot of things, Mr. Ford. You know, Mayumi hangs around with those kids. Those Shikari from the hunt. She doesn't like them. She's doing what she thinks she has to do. She'd rather that whole institution was done away with. And so do I. I'm sad that you got burned. I'm sad that we couldn't do better. I just... I need to be stronger. I need help so I can defeat them. And I can... Go back to protecting the city. I've always been of the opinion, and some of my colleagues might disagree with me, but I've always found that the best strength, the best protection, it comes from a place of calmness, of peace, of serenity. Well, this definitely seems like the place to find that. Indeed. Did you know that sometimes, though, you're only allowed to make those decisions to see from that place because... That serenity is shattered. Serenity in its presence can be as strong as what happens when that bond is broken. But if I had my way, we'd only break the bonds that weren't doing their jobs just right. That sounds pretty aligned with the way I think as well. Well, let me tell you this much. Mayumi's none too happy with you. She's getting frustrated. I'm a little more patient than she is. For someone whose modus operandi is collecting information, playing around with secrets and making sure that they come out when everything's just so, she can be a little more impatient than she lets on. But me, I find the weight relaxing. But she tried to direct you toward... And he pulls away from treating your wounds... And the Sanshin is back in his hands, plucking out cords. 
She asked you to look for an idol, follow up some leads, and y'all never really got around to it. I know it hasn't been that long. I know things have been intense, but I'm here to tell you that that idol is just the beginning. That idol is the start of something that's not gonna go so nice. All the pieces fall in place. Are you saying that we shouldn't be looking for it? Oh no. You should be looking. It's very, very important that you keep looking. I'm just saying that while you're not looking for that, the people who took it, they're looking for more pieces of the puzzle. Well, my first priority is with my friends, my co-workers um, from Quinn's. I need to make sure they're okay. Oh, this has an awful lot to do with one of your co-workers. As soon as Mayumi gets back with news about how they're doing and how the battles went, then the idol will be my first priority. Good, good. I know that digging things up is something you're pretty good at. A skill that you've picked up and really honed. We need people like you again. You know, you used to dot the face of creation. There weren't so, so many of you. But a few bright fires huddled together make for a pretty impressive sight. So you know about us? Oh, I know all about you. And I know that you're not demons. No, 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 that's silly. That's funny, is what it is, almost. No, you are the elect. You are chosen. And the sun has finally decided to shine his light on creation again. You are his rays. I'm not complaining about your support, but what makes you see this way when so much of the rest of creation doesn't? Call it a change in perspective. People, you know, back at the Bureau, they don't necessarily agree. There's a lot of disagreement, and, well, I am afraid to say that I'm in the minority, and Mayumi is in the minority. Both of your help is greatly appreciated. I am happy to give it. You see... I like the idea of having faith. Mayumi's older than me. A bit older than me. But I'm not young. And I've seen what having a little bit of faith can do for people. It's been hard to convince Mayumi to believe. Ugh, that name doesn't stick right in the mouth. Sometimes a little funny when I'm using a name spun from the fabrics of fate. What do you mean by that? Is Mayumi not her actual name? Oh, no. Not at all. Do you know what she's actually called, then? Her name is Cascade of Joyous Rhapsody. Kind of ironic, I suppose, in some respects. Yeah, I don't know that she's ever brought us Cascades of Joy. Indeed, that is, I suppose, my job. Chosen of Venus and all. And a blue light, very, very soft, begins to blossom over adventure of Tide's forehead, and the symbol of Venus solidifies on his forehead. For those of you at home who don't know the exalted signs for the maidens, this is a blue symbol for Venus as in classic astrology. It's the female symbol. So you're chosen too. Yeah, and so is Chaos. That explains quite a bit about her. And we have a unique affinity toward fate. Special relationship with the maidens, with the loom. They chose us. Or, sometimes it's hard to say who chooses who. 
Was it destined? Was there choice? I try not to care too much, you know. It can be a little stressful, and I like to keep calm. But sometimes we like to venture out into the world. You know, most people don't know about us. They know about the Lunars. They know about the, the dragon-blooded, those so-called princes of the Earth. But nobody remembers the Maidens. Nobody remembers their Chosen. It's a gift and it's a curse. I think that I can uh, help you understand what I mean. And you are suddenly looking at the ancient withered form of a bright-eyed gondola operator. See? We move around and people forget about us. We craft identities, cloaks, names pulled from fate, unused, never to be used, existing to be forgotten. And in a wave, he is back to the younger, different-looking man with the sunsheen. It's, uh, it can be lonely, but that's why you know her as Iselsi Mayumi. It helps us stick around just a little bit better. You know, a name to put the face to. When the face starts fading, sometimes the name sticks. It's better than walking around like this, you know. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little bit worried that even after we have this conversation... You're not going to remember who I am. I mean, I'm a bit out of it, but I'll definitely try. You've been a lot of help to us, even just getting us out of the city. It's something that I aspire toward. Like I said, I believe in hope, and my colleagues are jaded. But I wasn't around when you used to dot creation, spreading your fire, your essence, your light. And, I mean, look at things now. It's not a pretty sight, you know. Empress is gone. Wild hunts on the loose. These disgusting avatars of death show up. I was sad when thorns fell. I always wanted to go there. I've been around for a long time. Quite a long time, but I never got the chance to go to thorns. Work never took me there, you know. And now, I'm not going to get the chance, I don't think. Mask of Winners is making it real hard. But that's aside the point. We're trying to fix mistakes. We're trying to make right. Now that you're back. Hopefully you'll live to see the day where we're not the anathema anymore. I sure hope so, but sometimes I think that you got a lot to prove. Not you specifically, but there's been some funny business going on here and there with people like you, people who bear the kiss of the sun. And it's already got people worried that you need to get shoved back in your hole. But I don't buy it. I think that you need a gentle hand. I think that the reason... Things got so out of whack before, so out of hand. It's because you didn't have a sense of serenity, of peace. You weren't able to make those decisions from the right place. And now you're back and maybe we can help. But in order for us to help, we're going to need some help from you. What do you need from us? I need you to make sure that you keep looking, you keep searching, you keep trying to find that idol. And when you find that idol, well, maybe even before. There's more of them. Similar idols, but different. Scattered around. A lot of them closer than you might think. I pray that the third of you, the last of heaven's lamps, I hope that she's okay. Oh, she pulls out. I don't think I've ever seen or heard of so many of you of the same constitution, of the same cast. Arriving in a small area, definitely, definitely not 
since the time before, but I don't know much about endings. Are you talking about Rizzo? Yeah, I am. Let's cut back to Godwin and Ariston. Merchantry? Not exactly. Obviously. So, you know that the Tepu is a trade nexus that Zhao Wei sits on top of a major trade river, yes? Yes, of course. Well, out here, the realm doesn't really have a foothold. For a mercantile house like Ragara, a grab like this would be quite an addition to their holdings. I fucking knew it. So, they wanted to take the city. But more than that... They were chasing down a rumor they heard from a contact that they have in the guild. Someone who said that a peculiar and particular idol passed through the city a while ago. An idol in which they have some degree of interest. Who passed on the information? Some guild merchant. I believe that her name is Windell. Do you know anything about Rizzo? Godwin almost has tears in his eyes. Don't worry, she's probably alive. I think. We've been trying to get a read on her for a while, and it's been really, really difficult. That's the best you can do. Well, one of our own is working against us, so that makes things a little complicated. So, unfortunately, it is. But we do have a sense for where they've been recently, and what they're trying to do next. That might help. Tell us all you know. We don't have time for all that we know. We can do that once we're safe and sound. But I do have a feeling that I can lead you to where Rizzo is. And I have a feeling that that might be a productive use of your time. Clearly you didn't track down Windell when last I recommended you find her. I can hardly blame you. It's been a busy couple of days. If we're following you, who's going to protect the city? Oh, first things first, we are going back to the city. It's a mess. And I'm not expecting you to leave on some grand adventure just yet. Rizzo and Dai, they can wait. They'll be around in a little while. It's important that we follow up with them soon, but the city is going to fall apart if you aren't there. It's pretty important that we clean up that mess before we go chasing any other adventures, if I understand your priorities. Of course. Get it. Celsius Miami's right. There's no time to keep talking. Get out of here. You... Don't have to keep calling me that. I have a real name, and that name is Cascade of Joyous Rhapsodies. That's beautiful. <laughs> and the young one here, their name. Oh, I can introduce myself. That's fine. I always like to introduce myself, especially when I know that the name is going to stick. That's really encouraging. My name is Tawia Akachi, and we work for Heaven. I mean, kind of work for Heaven. That's assuming that Heaven's organized and united, but it hasn't been recently. Some people up there don't really like us. Some people that have a lot of power up there don't really like us. But we believe in you, now that you're back. Thank you. It's the first time I've heard that, ever. What? Then someone believes in you? Yes, Cascade, there's another secret for you. No one's ever said that to me before. Thank you for sharing. But things are lining up soon, and Tawia... Their skill set is about to become very, very relevant. They have organized an assault that's going to start very, very soon. And if we play our cards right, then no casualties will ensue. That's the way I wanted. I still don't like it. At least we know no one's going to die. What don't you like? All this uncertainty. I just don't like it. Oh, believe you me. Nobody likes uncertainty. 
more than me. I'm not used to dealing with uncertainty. This is very new territory. But we need to get going soon, and I've done everything I can to convince the realm to leave. But they're, they're still here, and eventually they're going to go looking for me. I can pop off to talk to them eventually, but I can't. If I break my cover, if I break you out, they're going to know that something's gone terribly wrong. And that means that we're going to be stepping out into the light. Well, we're solars, right? You are. Do you know what they used to call you back in the day? Only the bad names. Well, they used to call the ones like you, Godwin, the Pillars of the Sun. And the ones like you, Ariston, you are known as Heaven's Lamps. I'd rather be a pillar than a lamp any day. At least lamps can do stuff. Do they have lamps in the sea? No. We have a special... I wasn't asking, expecting for an explanation. We need to go. Let's cut back to Ajax. Do you know where she is? I wish I could find her. But the people she's with, they're not doing good things. And me and Cass, we're partially responsible. If we follow the trail of this idol, do you think we might run into her again? Provided that she has not yet met her ending, then yes. I believe so, and I believe that you're going to find other people, other connections that you seek to restore, or that you didn't know you were yearning to bring whole. Well, I can assure you that the idol will be our number one priority. Good. You know, it's funny. Back in the day, not even all that long ago, the sun, he was in a bad place, a bad way. Even Venus herself could not convince him to see the light, to find peace. No one knows exactly why. Some would like to say that it's because... He was so broken up about his failures. Some say that it's because he preferred to throw himself into other pursuits. Now, I can't tell you why, but I can tell you at one point, he descended down from heaven, which I'm sure is what you're most comfortable calling the place. And he met a lady, a fine woman, a virtuous woman, and forsaking for a night his glorious visage, adopting only two arms, turning down the brightness of his being he laid with that woman. He laid with that virtuous maiden. Now, I don't know how things are here in Jaway, but I know some people who will say, they met in a day and they laid together. How is that a virtuous woman? And I will tell you this, as one of the chosen of Venus, there's nothing shameful in connection and there's nothing shameful in the ways that people might try to find those connections until they start hurting each other and until they start breaking bonds. But, son, well... For a paragon of virtue, he broke one of the virtues I find most important, and he broke that bond. He just used that woman in the moment. But things like that have a habit of sticking around, you know? They don't leave. A child was conceived, born with the splendor of his father, the virtue of his father, and the virtues of his mother. But the breaking of the bond, it changed her. She knew that she had had a visitation and could not understand why it ended so abruptly. What could she have done to deserve it in the first place? And what could she have done to have it all go so awry? That boy, his name is Ray of Morning Sunlight, got three arms. Beautiful kid. But he's a mess. His mother, she wasn't quite right. And he's looking around for stuff. And he tried to find some piece of himself. In Rizzo, a long time ago. Now, Rizzo has no interest in that sort of thing. Not with someone like him. But, for some reason, he couldn't quite let it go. Maybe because she 
had been touched and blessed by the sun, like his mother so fleetingly was, like he was the shadow, the reflection of. And somebody felt that turmoil. Somebody felt that pain inside of him. Somebody I used to call friend. And, well, they've put him on a course. A dangerous, dangerous course. And he looks down as he had been playing his sanshin, explaining this to you. More and more slaps and thumps began to peak as he got towards the end of his tail. More and more intense rhythm, more driving, more anger, more tension than the softer chords and tempos he was playing before. That that's a lot to take in. I need to get to my to my friends and make sure we can go after this idol and try to find Rizzo. I mean, I can only hope that she's still okay. I hope so too. I pray for the best. No die, she it's funny, I like serenity so much but she was always so cautious about bringing things to an end except now she's got this idea in her head that an ending needs to happen but i pray that she hasn't seen that for rizzo she sees it for people far beyond her grasp far beyond her scope and she's using a tired scared boy as a vessel to that that's the opposite of what i want who is that die the the tired, scared boy. The tired, scared boy is a ray of morning sunlight. Mm. The child of the sun. She's got him convinced that if he brings these idols together, makes everything come together, then he can be made whole. The boy can become a man, and a man can become a god. She wants the boy to transcend. Then we have to stop this? If you have any reason to put any faith in the man who kissed your brow and blessed you with the fire that burns inside of your lamp, then yeah, because the only way that the boy can transcend into godhood is for a god to die and for a dark day to fall upon creation. We definitely don't want that to happen. No, we don't. And Mayumi would tell you one thing and I would tell you another. We work together. We have a mutual vision for the future, surely, absolutely. But sometimes our means, they're different. And sometimes our ends are different. I would ask that if you undertake this, and I hope that I'll be around to work with you more, spend more time with you. Like I said, I think that a guiding hand could be useful, and you're quiet, sometimes observant. But I know enough about you to see that perhaps more, or in different ways, than your friends, you care. You've got bonds. And I can see that one of those bonds is on the edge. You don't know how to feel about your home anymore. And I think that if you let me in, I can help set it. And I don't know if that means guiding you back to a place where your bond is restored, or helping finish the cut. But I want you to have serenity, and I want D to have serenity, and I want Ray of Morning Sunlight to have serenity. But this is not the way. They're upsetting the peace. Did you know that the ghost, the phantom, inside the pyramid outside of which you had to flee Cessus men, they haven't stopped crying, hasn't stopped weeping, hoping for the return of that idol. And that's why your forests dry. And your branches crackle 
under increasing weight for this boy's serenity and for Dai's own edification. They would strip the world of its potential for serenity. Let's cut back to Godwin and Ariston. We can explain more of this when we have more time, but in 30 seconds, I need for you to follow every step I make and every step I take. We're going to try to dip out of here without anyone laying an eye on us. And as she says that, her cast mark appears again on her forehead. This emerald green sign of Jupiter and Tawia smiles and their forehead also begins to tingle with a symbol and it is a crimson red symbol of Mars. The symbol of Mars being what we would traditionally refer to as the male symbol and they begin to move toward the door. So I would like for both of you to make a dexterity plus stealth check but when you roll it any number that comes up higher than a five counts as a success. Okay. Thanks, fam. You guys are trying to beat three. You guys can stunt this. But, mm, yeah, I'm going to wing it. Oh! That's five, bitches. Damn. I'm going to stunt this because <laughs> I don't see that happening. So, as they exit, uh, Cass, Tawia begin to walk very, very casually, and they are indicating that you too should behave very, very casually as you walk down the halls. You don't see any guards, and every time you turn corners, it appears that it is happening just as one of the monks or one of the guards is themselves turning a corner. Ariston relaxes his body, and he tries to think of a time where he felt totally comfortable, and it's hard because he can't really think of anything except for when he was... With Hearth, and then when he was with Accord, just talking, and his body relaxes. He's able to focus his thinking. He's not thinking about anything else. Just follow is the only thing that crosses his mind. I will give that a two-dot stunt, so that'll give you plus two dice and an automatic success, and you regain a point of temporary willpower. The hell happened between him and Harmonious Accord? Jesus. Ariston got seven successes. So... You step out of the front door, unseen by anyone. Again, every time they look as though they're about to look at you, they turn a corner or someone else comes calling down the hallway seeking their attention. But as soon as you step out, you're on the steps of this magnificent building that Mayumi, or Cass, as you now know her to be called, erected. There is a booming, thunderous sound as something hits the other side of the wall of the building. What do you do? Ariston's body jumps a little bit, but only temporarily. He doesn't look, he just stays forward, doing everything he can like not to look over and see what's happening. He just keeps moving. Godwin doesn't move his feet, but he crouches into a martial arts based dance, his senses on high alert. Okay, now is the time. They're attacking. We need to get across as soon as possible. And then, when we're across, I'm gonna blow a horn and they're gonna retreat, okay? All right. Okay. One, two, three. And Tawia and Cascade of Joyce Rhapsody go barreling very quickly towards the edge of the tree line. Arison runs after them, but looks back for Godwin making sure that he's behind. Godwin goes into a low crouch and then leaps. As Godwin soars through the air, he can see below him, and so can Arison as he runs forward. Soldiers that are near the building 
turning around and looping toward the opposite side where the booming thunderous sound is coming from. You crash into the forest and it seems as though there's nothing around you but greenery slapping around your faces and bodies and twisting, hurling motions until suddenly you find yourselves in a clearing. Did we just touch a port key or some shit? (laughs) And Tawia reaches towards their side. They're not wearing anything at their side, but they reach for their side and pressed to their mouth is a horn and it blows very, very loudly. It vibrates at such a frequency that you can hear it thrumming and playing throughout your skull and then it stops. Okay, they are going to be here soon and they should be okay. The realm is going to have questions. So as soon as we get here, we need to start heading back toward the city. Let's go. I just said we need to wait. Oh, shit. Sorry. Do you that ever fucking listen? horn just fucking fried my brain, man. It's like you don't have a brain, you fish. You sad fish, man. Shut up, Godwin. You fishy sad man. Sound does travel differently in water. Yeah. yeah Too bad we're in does. land. Yeah, that's why it affected me. But why do you should go back to the water? I would. Okay, we still, <laughs> we still really don't have adventure here, but I'm happy that we made it out. I'm happy to finally meet you guys. I've been studying up for this for a long time. I have to say it's a nice change. Usually when people meet us and find out what we are, they hate us. Studying us? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Looking at the loom. Asking the pattern spiders questions. Oh, there are more spiders? God damn it. These spiders Why? Nice. They know a lot. Godwin's back stiffens just a little bit. No, spiders are nice. Remembering them. No, they'll, they'll answer a lot of questions. They spin the loom of fate. They're very, very helpful. <sighs> they also look like they could eat a small child. No, these ones are... You, most of them are small. Oh. They're also made out of star metal. Okay. What did the loom say about us? Well, that starts getting fuzzy at a certain point. But it says that you guys are here. What is it with you people and all your vague answers? Well, unfortunately, if you guys weren't the way that you were, we'd have a lot clearer answers. It's actually kind of a you problem and not an us problem. The way that we are? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, I mean, you're chosen by the sun. That makes you funny with fate. Oh. You cause a lot of knots and tangles and it gets really, really difficult to parse out what's real and what's potential and what's never going to happen. So sometimes when I've been doing studying on you, it's been trying to pull apart those little teases and knots. Interesting. Sure. Cass is a lot better at it. She knows a lot more. I'm just hoping that I can prove to you guys that we can be useful. Well, you've certainly done a good job so far. I sure hope so. We'll know when they get back. If they made it out okay. And Tawia looks at their feet. And they tap their feet. Look, I still don't feel good about all this, but I won't deny that I'm really hungry. Oh, right. You didn't eat the food that I made you. Uh, I didn't trust you. I'm sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. It's It's okay. It was very good, even if I had to eat it with my hands behind my back. I'm really sorry about that, too. Cooking's a hobby of mine. I really like cooking. Well, keep at it. You're good. Thank you. On my next furlough, I'll try to spend some time finding new recipes. You wouldn't happen to um find something for me to eat right now, would you? Oh, yeah, we're, we're going to be traveling for a little while, you know, back to the city, and we're still a ways out. So I do have some stuff. I unfortunately don't have anything that I can cook right now, because if we start a fire, then... That's fine. I just need something to tie me over. They pull out a little package with a paper wrapping and a number of strings tied around it, and they hand it over to you. Godwin opens the paper wrapping. Inside of it is what is basically spiced and dried fish. This is funny. Godwin winks at Ariston and then proceeds to eat the fish and does his best to hide the fact that it's glorious. 
That was the creepiest thing I've ever seen, Godwin. Don't ever do that again. Just disgusting. God. I know he's really enthusiastic about that eating. I can see all the crumbs around his mouth and stuff. I don't think it's that bad, right? It's not that disturbing. It's just someone eating. Uh, you don't know what he thinks of me. Godwin's face is just uncomfortably scrunched looking. Okay. I, I made those with Adventure in mind. I heard that he had been missing home recently, but he hasn't been able to get time off in a long time, so I made that. Unfortunately, it was really the only dry ration that I had right now, so I'm gonna have to make it up to him later. Well, that was nice of you, and it was nice of you to give it to Godwin, even if he, he did the way he did. <clears throat> Godwin sighs and sits where they stand in the meadow. So, any business for us to take care of? Any questions you have before they get here? When they get here, what are we going to do? We're gonna head back to the city. Just run? Well, hopefully by then, they'll be worried enough about what happened to buy us some time. Tell us more about the state of the city. I think that you know just about as much as we do. Unfortunately, I had no idea what was going to happen back there with Seven Symphonious Chords. It was very, very difficult to steer Tepet Harmonious Accord back toward the pyramid instead of coming back to investigate. Oh, I'm sure he'll be back. You let him go. I think that at this point it's a pretty safe bet that each and every one of them will be back. Did you love to watch him leave? I'm not going to apologize for what I did. I'm not going to feel bad about it, God. No matter what you say, it's not going to affect me. I knew what I did was right. Wow, they really did send the wrong people for this. Why didn't Adventure come? Godwin eats the last piece of fish and huffs. <laughs> Sorry, we don't mean, or at least I don't mean to keep distressing you. But Cass, what did you mean by they'd be worried about what happened? Do you mean us escaping or something else? Well, yes, you escaping, but, well, suffice it to say that a number of their monks have fallen ill. What? Deathly ill? Unfortunately not, but embarrassingly ill, yes. Well, I can stomach that better. I wish you'd have told us, though. I had to do what I had to do, and you it's not like they didn't enjoy themselves while they were getting sick. All right, just as long as no one's dead. Not unless someone upsets Cessus Min too much in the aftermath. She can deal with whatever she does on her own conscience. It's happy mind's clear for now. And you hear rustling in the bushes as a large group pours out of the woods, led by a tall, broad, heavily scarred, dark-skinned man. Rye? Yes, this is Rye. <laughs> Rye! Well, Godwin, it's been a long time. I thought I'd never see you again. I thought I'd never see you again. Don't sound too excited. What? So, what? It sounds very ex- Rye! No, I'm saying that- no, I was- okay, maybe the tone came out. I wear my heart on my sleeve, kid. I never thought I'd see you again. I never thought I'd see you again. Well, I'm glad we're both here. So am I. I'm glad we're all here. Me too, Rye, thank you. Godwin gulps, thinking about your place and time. Is Lakshu with you? Lakshu? No, 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 no. She stayed in the city, right? She stayed in the city when we left. Okay, good. Lakshu's fine. Is Tikal... Tikal was on the boats. Tikal will be fine. Tikal lived. Yes, she... is all right. What about Taejun? Is Taejun okay? No. His face drops. He knew what he was doing. He knew, he knew that he had to do it. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. I wish we could have done more. Yeah, well, this is all we can do, and soon we'll be back in the city, and maybe then we can do more. We have to do more. But I feel good about us doing it together. So do I. S so do I. 
and he puts his head in his hands and wipes his face. Godwin pats him on the shoulder. <sighs> Thank you. The least I, I can do. Didn't expect it to end this early. It's not over. I mean, with Tejun. Oh, I, I. Shit, I'm sorry. Like I said, it's not your fault. He chose to stay. I tried to convince him to leave. Sorry, Rai. I know it's not my fault, but I still feel responsible. Look, we don't have much time. We should get moving. He's right. All right. Let's cut back to Ajax. Well, we can't let that happen. No, we cannot. Will you help us in finding this idol? I'll do everything I can. Like I said, having one of our own number turned against us is making things harder than I would like it to. And I'm afraid that she's allied herself with forces even more chaotic and confusing than we may seem to you. We have order and we have structure. It underlies everything. It underscores everything. But something about what she does twists it away. It snares and knots the loom. But I will sit and I will advise you when I can. Some people, my superiors, would not like that I'm out here doing this. And I have to maintain my cover, you'll understand. I understand. The gold faction is still in its infancy. And Mayumi would have her colleagues believe that she's one of the bronze. But I hope to guide you. And I know that suddenly things have gotten pretty heavy. But I want you to have serenity, Ajax Ford. I want you to be calm. Now tell me. Aside from your friends, aside from your city, what troubles you? How can I bring you peace? If you know so much about me, you must know about my parents. I do. I know a lot about your parents. And then you must also know that they were never proud of anything that I accomplished. That I was never good enough. Oh, you sweet, innocent child. No, 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 no. They expected a lot of you. They demanded a lot of you because... They believed in you. They perhaps were not good at showing about making you understand that they cared, that they had pride for you, but they pushed you because they saw that you were worthy of attention. They saw that you were a vessel for greatness. But sometimes it's the thing that we think we want the most that leaves us feeling the most hollow when we achieve it. Find your peace. If you must speak to your parents, speak to your parents. Well, parent, I suppose. But I'm afraid that that particular issue is something that you might have to find the peace to deal with on your lonesome. I'm not sure that I can do that quite yet, but it's something that I can work on. I hope to help in any way I can to help you get there, you know. And as he says this, Gendo the Tide Mare floats up and almost like a cat doing figure eights between someone's legs, begins to twist itself around you. I think Gendo likes you, and I know about your turtle. I can see that your turtle brings you serenity. What is its name? My. Yes, I can see that my brings you serenity. I can see that sometimes you look at the people around you, and sure, you can understand them, you can read them, you can figure out where they've been, where they're going, sometimes what they want. But they don't quite get you. They don't quite see you eye to eye. And that's not your fault. But animals, they've got no judgment. And, well, Gendo here isn't exactly an animal. I'm sure that he would take offense if I called him that. The tight mare straightens out, looking with its 
snout down toward Adventure of Tide and opens its mouth. I would say so, yes. I'm not an animal. I'm not a mere creature. I'm a being of the raw elements. I can feel them flowing through my veins. It is invigorating, and it's wonderful. Oh, I suppose I haven't really talked around you yet. I, I like you. You're interesting. You seem nice. If you like turtles, then, I mean, I don't have a shell, and I don't have the little lip with a cleft on it, but I take to the water well, and I've been told that I can be very soothing when I'm not a little excitable. Uh, yeah, I mean, just watching you float is soothing in and of itself. Oh, well, I'm glad to hear that. It's something that I've always, always known, like, like, you know, the beating of your own heart. But sometimes it's nice to know that that sound, that feeling, that thing that courses through me, it does good things for other people. I like that. It makes me feel warm, fuzzy, happy. I like being happy. Do you like being happy? But I can be, yeah. Well, tell me, what makes you happy? I haven't really put much thought into it before. I mean, I never really focus on my own happiness. Now, see? Looks like I'm still managing to do my job somehow. Sorry for that real downer of a conversation. But, you know, sorry for that real downer of a conversation, but sometimes you gotta bring things low in order to raise the mood. It's been nice talking to you, Mr. Ford, and I look forward to seeing you again. I suppose that I should probably actually escort you away from here. We, uh, well, long story short, this isn't a place that can be accessed by a lot of typical means. That's why I was happy to find you arrive here, you know. I was worried that you might pop up somewhere else at some other confluence of power. God forbid you should rematerialize at the top of the manse. But you didn't. You came here. And I'm happy to have met you. But we're going to have to get you back to someplace safe. That would definitely be appreciated. But I'm going to tell you something that I think that you probably didn't know until just now. Probably like you didn't know about your capacity to disappear like that until just now. Did you know that if he agrees that... You could have Gendo with you always, and I don't mean that like he follows you around. Of course he could do that, but in ways, you could form a bond and you could become one with him. No big commitment, nothing that'll change the constitution of who you are unless you want it to, but you have the capacity to join with him and form a bond with him, like bond you've probably shared with no one else before. I mean, I already feel a bond with my turtle. I suppose having a bond with someone who can actually speak to me and not just listen might help me find serenity. Well, I've always liked trying to help. So I say we give this a shot. You seem nice. So what do you say? I'm, I'm in if you are. Good. Now do me a little favor. I want you to reach out, feel Gendo, feel the beats of his essence the thrum, the song, and he starts to play his sanshin again, taking a kind of calm but upbeat tone to his music. Reach out and feel Gendo reaching back out to you, and when your reaching touches, grab on, don't let go. So, you should now roll your intelligence plus occult. Seven. And pay ten motes. And I haven't regained any from... It's hard to say. I'm going to say no because of the way that that seems to work. It wouldn't make I sense for you to exist. pop up like at full moats. Yeah. So. That's one success. So you can feel the 
sounds. You can feel inside of your own essence the drawing back and forth and back and forth of Gendo's essence. You can feel it, but you can't quite grab it. You can't quite get a hold. It's okay. It's okay. Be careful. Be calm. It's it's no big deal. Just calm yourself and reach out. I'm right here. And you can feel the blistering pain from the burns begin to ease up under the salve. And you can now try to re-roll without the minus two penalty. That's three successes. And this time, underneath of or behind the sounds of Gendo's essence, you can hear the steady beat and scratching and roaring of your own vast power. And you can hear your own sounds begin to quiet and Gendo's begin to raise in tone until suddenly you are both. At the same volume, your essence is humming at the same frequency and you feel everything click. Now, that's a lot better. I can see that you've changed. I already feel so much calmer. Good. Then I think that I've done my job. It's time to get you back to your friends. A wave of light, soft blue light begins to pulse and twang as there is a full jaunty tune that is being played out through Adventure of Tide's Sanshin, and eventually the pulsings of his azure anima begin to coalesce into burning flames, twisting flames, and suddenly everything is turning and everything is twisting and everything is black and confusing, and then there's light, intense, strong, solid light, and everything's spinning, but shapes are coming back together, and you see the same familiar worn wood that you know lined up to facilitate a line of customers who never themselves seem to come to your place of business, but at least for now, dizzy as you might be, you're home. Now, won't you join us for lunch at Madame Fay's? I hope you boys don't mind, but I went ahead and subbed in your order of tea for a couple of jugs of mead. I don't mind at all. Boy, howdy, you're just drunk for every single goddamn one of these now, aren't you? Well, we always come to the same restaurant, and the alcohol is cheap, so... Godwin, that doesn't mean you have to order alcohol. Well, when you pay for it every time, why not? Then why does it matter if it's cheap? Yeah, you It's know cheap, cheap for me. Son? You know what's cheap, son, is water. You but don't then, have to pay a damn dime for water. But then Ariston doesn't have to pay for that. There's more expensive teas than mead here. I don't understand if you if the, your whole goal is to get back at me. Please buy something non-alcoholic. You're saying that like there's no other perks to drinking alcohol rather than the price. Not for you. Not for you, Godwin. I'm but... having a good time. <sighs> yeah, you're alone there. Why do you have to be so mean? All right, now just hold your horses. I'm buying y'all drinks anyway. Thank I just, you very maybe much. we should table this discussion about Mr. Corelli's alcoholism for another time. That sounds good to me. Oh God, at this point, we've just tabled it every time.
I don't even know when it's gonna stop, but hey. If you're paying, I'm down to celebrate. I, I'm not sure I understand. Was that some sort of complicated punnery, uh, seeing as how we all sat down here at a table together? I'm not no. sure I completely get it. And no. he's saying this is a reoccurring issue, but he's bad with language because he's a fish. I wasn't making a joke at all, and I am not a fish, so shut up. <laughs> That's a great argument against you not being a fish. I have all the human anatomy that I need. I don't understand. Why there's such a focus on this? It's weird. I mean, I don't think a micropenis counts. You yeah. guys seem to be weirdly fixated on the fact that I'm a fish and that I have a micropenis. It's, it's odd, all right? Well, it's like, you know what they say. If it looks like a fish and it quacks like a fish... That's not right. It's like... What do you know about land words? <laughs> I know that one. It's like you think we're so gillable. Now that's wordplay. <laughs> yep. Terrible, terrible wordplay. Hey, I didn't ask for comedy to be my forte. It happened. Okay, well, now I think you're getting a little big for your britches there. You know what would still fit in my tummy that would still fit in these britches is another pint of mead. Well, it's on the table, buddy. Just go to, go to town, I guess. I am... Thank you. All right. Already kind of regretting this. Now, please don't. You don't have to glug it down like it's some sort of filthy gutter animal. Kind of sounds like you're drinking like a fish, Godwin. Do that- fish drink water? What? <laughs> <laughs> well, do they? It's a legitimate question. They breathe through the water, they don't drink it. And you would know that why? Because I live around fish. I personally think they're disgusting and I don't like them. Well, that's how I feel about you. Now, you know what is disgusting and comes from the ocean is is lobsters and shrimp. They're basically bugs. Have you ever looked at one of those things? They're disgusting. They look like creepy crawlies. They're going to come up under your mattress. They're going to spook you in the middle of the night. And hey, you're going to be smacking your wife accidentally because you're so scared. She's going to start yelling. Next thing you know, you're in the doghouse for a week. Fuck those things. I hate them. Sounds like a really specific situation involving shrimp and lobster. Do not take vacations on the Cinder Isles. I will tell you that much. Hey, I, I personally think they're pretty tasty. I, I, I really don't care if they're bugs. You do know what that little uh, brown stripe down the back of the shrimp is, right? Yeah, it's poop. Yeah, it's just feces. Mm-hmm. All right. I just thought I should be clear on that. They're full of shit, and they'll climb up in your bed, and they'll ruin your first marriage. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry, Mr. Oldman. Shrimp? Shrimp was the reason that your first marriage was ruined. Nothing else. That doesn't... I I didn't say it was the sole cause. I just said that it played a part in the grand tale that was the disastrous first marriage of Noah Oldman. Oh, I want to hear the rest of this fine tale. That's a lobster pun. I I guess it is. A lot of animals have tails, Godwin. Fish do. Yes, they do. And I think that we're finished with this bit. I'm certainly not telling you that story. Not today. Well, let's put it on the table. Okay, I think that people are now just trying to make table jokes work, and I do... uh Uh-uh. They're not landing here. For the record. I tell you, I watch a lot of comedy in my free time. I get tickets, I come down to the city, and I watch comedy shows, and I don't think that you'd be very successful if you tried to put yourselves out there in any sort of public venue. Like, like improv? I mean, sure, like improv, what do we, what? like mask theater. I think Ajax would be good at it. I think 
I would love to see Ajax do improv. I mean, I think I'm already better than all of you, so... Well, that's not true. That's just egotism. We seem to have a problem with that in this group. Give me a noun, Noah. Cow. Cow. A bunga, dude. What? Uh, Never mind. (laughs) I once knew a cow. Oh, God. (laughs) And you were like, ow? And he had some spots. And then I took some shots. And I don't remember anything now. That was the slowest limerick I think I've ever heard in my life. But it shows how capable I am of spontaneous genius. Uh, I wouldn't call, I wouldn't necessarily say that you succeeded on any of those things, really. Well, all I know is that I'm all out of mead. You can take mine. I've only drank a little bit of it. You're my hero. Seriously, kid. Seriously, you're gulping so loud. What? All right. Well, you know what? It's been nice talking to you, but I think that y'all y'all are just in a weird space for me tonight. I got a business deal I gotta make tomorrow. Some weird hick from Great Forks is trying to get me to meet him for a long oh, time. I'm and sorry, what? Some weird hick from yeah? Great Forks has been trying to get me to meet him for a long time, and I finally ran out of excuses oh. not to clear the space in my schedule. No, he seems like a good guy. I wouldn't say that about him. Ah, it seems like a real sleazeball to me. Really? A real greasy dude. Uh, I think I know who you're talking about, and I don't feel that way about him at all, frankly. Uh, well, I'm afraid that we're going to have to agree to disagree, just like we disagree about the relative import of the shrimp and the decline of my first marriage. Okay, but but that shrimp, Mr. Oldman, this is someone that that I, I care about, that you're, you're, you're talking shit, and I don't like it. Hey, I'm it talking sounds- shit because, hey, I'm looking down his back, and ooh, it's covered in it. What? Stinks like a shrimp, is what I'm saying. That's don't a real you- shrimp of a human no, being. he's not. He's a wonderful man. He's very kind. You're being very derogatory towards shrimp. I happen to like shrimp a lot. Ha- would you prefer that I use prawns, then? Oh, yeah, prawns are gross. All right, I think we can all agree, fuck prawns. Oh, for yes, sure. That I agree with. Fuck the other guy I don't agree with. Although I did. Wait, you did what? No, nothing. Thank you so much for listening to Swallows of the South. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to us, rate us, and review us on iTunes. Every review really helps get the show out there to more new listeners. If you want to find us on the web, you can find us at swallowsofthesouth.com, on Twitter at swallowsofsouth, on Tumblr at swallowsofthesouth.tumblr.com, and on Google Plus at swallowsofthesouth. If you have any questions you would like answered or would like to speak to Quinn via email, please send your messages to swallowsofthesouth at gmail.com. Our intro music is new by Elvis Herod. And I hope to see you next Tuesday.